You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvicecoaching.com. And on today's episode, we are talking about investment. What are some things you can do? What are some things that you can say to get a woman invested in you? Before we go into that, I want to explain a little bit about what investment means, okay? So first of all, you have initial attraction. So this is when a woman is attracted and is interested in you, right? There's like this first interest. Maybe this is when you guys are talking and it's a cold approach. Maybe this is on a date from an online dating app, okay? So there's like this attraction there. That is step one. But then step two is getting her invested in you to the point where think about what investment means, right? When you invest in something, you want a return on your investment. That's why we invest in things. So that means that she's going to be investing in you and wanting a return. So we want that. We want to get to the point where she feels that investment. She's invested in you. So it's no longer just attraction, but she's interested on a deeper level. She wants more from you. And she wants to be seeing you more, communicating with you more. She's starting to invest her time into you and she wants more of you. Okay, so that's what investment is. And on this episode, I'm going to be talking about things that you can say that will actually get her more invested in you. So this is not about the attraction part. This is not something you can use necessarily to get her attracted, maybe a little bit maybe a little bit, but it's more things to do once you've maybe been on a date with her or potentially you've been talking to her for, I don't know, a very long time, 20, 30 minutes when you're first doing an approach, but there's already that initial attraction. Now we want to double down, get her invested. So it's hard to say specifically like exactly when this happens. That's why I'm, I'm being a little bit nebulous here, right? It's like, It all depends on kind of how many times you've seen her, spent time with her, but it definitely happens in the beginning of this courtship process, but it has to happen after there's that initial attraction slash interest. All right, let's say we get into it, okay? So first one is this, and I know this is going to sound funny, and it's going to be very counterintuitive, but... The first thing is, I'm busy. You want to say this to a woman. Now, I don't want you to lie. That would be dumb. Okay, we're not going to lie about this. I hope that you are a busy individual. I hope you are a busy man. I hope you are doing things with your life and keeping your life occupied with things like work and goals and hobbies and friends and other dates with other women. But if you say to her, I'm busy, maybe not those exact words, but if she mentions wanting to hang out with you again, or she asks if you're free, or she tries to reschedule with you, and then she says, are you free this weekend or next weekend? If there's ever an opportunity, and it is true, you want to say to her, I'm busy. You want to say to her, oh no, I can't, I got plans that day. Because here's the deal, man, I don't want you to be rescheduling your busy life for her. I don't want you to be putting things aside just to get a girl. 
I don't want your whole life to be revolving around the girl that you're interested in, even if she's super cute and you move everything around. I want her to know that you're busy. A woman is not going to run away or be scared when you say you can't do plans a certain day. You know, of course, you want to reschedule and you want to create plans with her, create a date with her, but you don't want to be someone who is just going to be always free. I want you to somehow, some way, if there's an opportunity to let her know that you have things going on because she will actually be more attracted to that. She's not going to run away from that. She is going to be more attracted to that. And the reason why is because she wants to know that you have a life and things going on because she wants to be part of that life. She doesn't want to be with a guy who's always available, who's super needy. That's not going to be attractive to her. Think about the guys that a woman might be attracted to. Like Picture that guy in your head for a second, a guy who might be a little bit more masculine, a little bit more alpha. Is this guy a guy who's just sitting around all day? No, not at all. He's got a life. He's got things going on. And we want to create that chase. That chase is so important. If we can create the chase and get her to chase you a little bit, then we're going to get to a point where a woman can get very invested in you. A woman will never tell this to you, but she actually wants to chase you. She actually wants to be trying to get a guy interested in her. You know why? Because most guys, it's very easy with. A woman, generally speaking, can win most guys over pretty fast. But once she's with the guy, that's not always available. That is a busy individual. Once she's with the guy, that actually has to cancel plans on her. Not all the time, but from time to time where it happens, where life happens, she's going to want to stick around. She's going to want that guy. Okay, let's go to the next one. What are things that you can say to her that's going to get her more invested in you? This is something you will be bringing up normally on dates, but you're going to be talking about your visions, your dreams, your goals. Maybe one of the three, maybe all of the above. Women are attracted to ambition. I have heard this more times than I can ever count. Women talk about this quite a bit. They've talked about this on my live show. I've seen them talk about this on on other platforms before. Of course, I've been talking to women for decades. And it's their words too. They say ambition or an ambitious guy. And they're looking for an ambitious guy. Okay. So how do we actually put that out there. Well, like I mentioned, you're going to be talking about your vision, your dreams, your goals. So what are they? What are you working on? What is your career like? Where are you trying to move ahead in your career? Are you starting a business? Do you have a dream of doing something big one day? Are you trying to run a a marathon? Are you doing a triathlon? Are you trying to I don't know, build something with your friends. What What is it? What is it for you? What are your dreams? What are your goals? What do you want for your life? What's your visions? Where in your life is there some sort of ambition? 
And here's the thing. I know that there's going to be a lot of men listening to this who might not have that. They go, oh, I'm not a very ambitious person, or I don't have any dreams, visions, or goals. Well, that's okay, because now you know that that's something that you should be working toward. And of course, not only is that going to help you with women, because women like to be with an ambitious guy, but also it's going to help you in your life. Because when you have goals, when you have dreams, when you have ambitions, when there is a vision for your life, your life inevitably gets better because there's something that you're working towards. There's something that you want and that builds self-esteem. Now, I want to be clear here. You don't need to have this crazy ambition. You don't need to be trying to go to space, okay? It doesn't have to be a goal or anything wild. I know I kind of mentioned some bigger things a second ago as some examples, you know, marathons and things like that, but it doesn't matter. Anything that you're just working on, women are attracted to ambition. So ambition is basically a man trying to work on something, do something, and achieve something. So even if that's small, even if that's just a small part of your life, I want you to think about what that is or what you can be doing. And then we talk about those things. We bring those up in conversation. We bring those up on dates. We let her know that. And don't worry. I know that sometimes guys can be fearful that this is going to sound arrogant or you're showing off or something like that. Well, no, it's not. It's just the truth. And also showing off on what? Something that you're working on, something that you're dedicated to, right? That is something that is not going to be arrogant and all. And women are going to really like that. So that's number two. That's how we're going to get her invested in you when she knows that there's ambition there, okay? We do help with this, by the way, inside of the TripAdvice Accelerator coaching program. We work with guys to figure out how we're going to implement some of these things that I'm talking about here in terms of keeping busy, your vision, your dreams, your goals, and also how to use some of these things when you're trying to get a woman invested in you. If you want to learn more about how we can help you, go to tripadvicecoaching.com. There you're going to see a video and you're also going to be seeing a calendar below where you can book a time to speak with myself or my team and we can discuss how coaching might be something that can help you. And again, this is about implementing everything here and putting it all to use and having a coach guide you and tell you exactly how to do it and how to use it specifically for you. All right, let's go into the next one. So you want to get her invested in you. You can say anything that says you're planning something for the both of you, okay? This is a way to now get her excited. Now, I know we went the counterintuitive route in the first one where we said, okay, I'm busy. You're going to mention that you can't do something with her because you have other things going on. This is the exact opposite, but it's also taking control and not being needy. It's more being assertive. So saying anything or saying something that you are planning for you and her, okay? So you could say this usually after you guys have been, I'd say five, six dates, something like that. But that's if you're planning something big, right? Where you're planning something where, I don't know, some more extravagant date. But you can also do it sort of small. So even if you guys have had one date, you can say something like, you text her and say, hey, you know, this weekend, I have a great idea. Are you free? 
and she'll be like, oh yeah, I am. Or she'll say, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm free next weekend or whatever it is and say, cool, this is what we should do. And you're going to plan something. Okay. So what you're doing here is you're planning an activity or a date. And by the way, this does not have to be anything extravagant, anything big. It can be, but it can be small too. So it can anything can be anything from something small to something a bit bigger, right? Something small could be you two just trying a new restaurant and anything bigger can be something where you guys are maybe going away for a weekend. Again, that's going to be further down the line. But this is a way to get her more invested in you. Why? Because you're taking action, you're planning something, and you're showing her that you can be dominant and take control. I talk about my TED formula here on the podcast quite a bit. Tension, entertainment, dominance. D stands for dominance, which means leading and being assertive. And women are going to be invested in a guy who can do that. So again, number three, anything that you can say that has to do with planning something for the both of you, okay? So what does that look like? Think about that and implement that when you guys have been on at least a date or two. Okay, now we're moving into a, in a territory where you guys have been on several dates. You're gonna say to her something along the lines of, you and her hanging out with your friends. So this is going to be you introducing her to your friends. This is about really doubling down and getting a woman invested in you. Because once you start getting to the point where you're introducing each other to family, to friends, you know, to really just other people besides you two, you're showing her that, hey, I want you to check in on my life. I want you to see what my life is all about, what my people are all about. And if she says yes to this and it goes very well, which I would assume, I would hope and assume that it would be and your friends are cool, then she is going to get much more invested in you. All right, let's go to the next one. This is something that you're going to say to her. Okay, so specifically, one of my favorite lines that you can say to a girl, and this is something that you can do really anytime, all the way from the very beginning to, I don't know, weeks into dating, even months, okay? But asking her after she tells you something, so she tells you a story, she says something about her life, and you say, I'm curious, how did that feel? Or you can say in a similar tone, I'm curious, like, what was that like? So this is you diving deeper into how she feels about things, how she reacts to things, how she perceives the things that happen in her life. You know, what was that like? How did that feel? Saying those things to get her to then dive deeper with you in conversation. And when she can dive deeper with you in conversation and tell you how things feel and what things were like and explain her emotions behind things, this gets her more invested because you're having a deeper conversation as opposed to some of those more fluff conversations, which it's fine. There's time and places for having fluff conversations where it's not super deep. That's okay. But you want to have moments when you're talking to a girl, when you're on a date with her, where you are diving in and digging a little bit deeper into the things I'm just talking about here, how she feels about things, her emotions, what things were like. And because when you get to those points and she's like, oh, wow, we're going here, 
Now I'm going to be telling him some more deeper stuff. She feels a deeper connection to you, therefore will get more invested in you and therefore will what? Want in a return on that investment. Okay, so how did that feel? What was that like? Or really come up with anything you want. You don't. You can steal those if you want, but you can come up with some of your own that just diving deeper, just asking her more questions to get to know her on a more personal level, a more private level. And she might ask you those things back. So you might get to a point where you're in conversation and, and you know, here she is diving deep and telling you all these more personal things. So she might start asking you those things. If she does, this is absolutely a sign that she's starting to get invested because now she wants to learn about you. So really, the act of you doing the same thing back as reciprocity here from you asking her first is also going to deepen the investment that she has for you, okay? I want to veer off into something real quick in terms of investment. So just a side note here is that investment also comes not just from saying things like I'm telling you here on this episode, but also just generally spending more time together. A woman's going to continuously get more invested in you as she spends more time because, again, it's wanting that return. Most women, in fact, I'll even say most people, aren't spending a lot of time with one person, right? We have a lot of first dates and then we have less second dates, less third dates, less fourth dates, and so on. So the longer you go into, okay, wow, now we're into a relationship. I mean, there's only so many people who have, who, have, who you'll be in a relationship with and, and vice versa for a woman, right? Like that number is going to be, for most people, that's going to be in the single digits. For I mean, I don't have an actual statistic on this, but from what I know and what I've, and what I've heard and personally it's going to be a single digit number in terms of relationships, right? It could be one your whole life or two, or maybe like four or five, but getting into double digits with relationships with girls who are actually your girlfriend, it's just not going to happen. So my point here is that the more you spend time with someone, the more invested they become. So what can you do with that information? Uh, nothing too specific. I mean, this doesn't mean that you have to have a really long first date or a really long second date. Again, this is just a side note to just know that when you spend more time with someone, when you get to three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 dates, like around there, that's a lot of time invested. So unless you do something where you screw it up, you act needy, you turn her off in some way, she's gonna most likely be wanting to keep spending time with you and keep investing in you. So just remember that, okay? Let's go to the next one, which is similar to what I was saying with uh, with number three, where I said something that you're planning for the both of you, okay? Now you can take that to the next level and you can plan something where it's more of an adventure or more of a getaway. Now, I know I I did mention that already, but I feel like this is something that's a little bit separate because this is something you'll only be doing once you get to, ah, I'd say, closer to the eight to 10 date mark minimum. Because think about it, right? The more time you spend with someone, the more they get invested invested in you. So if you say something like, hey, let's get away 
and go here for the weekend. Let's adventure here together. Let's do this. Like a plan, like something bigger than just a date. Like you guys actually spending a whole weekend together or doing even a staycation where you get a hotel for a day or two. That is going to make her invested. And then specifically because you're spending a nice sizable chunk of time together, it's going to be way longer than a date. And it's only a matter of time until you guys do even more of these. And then, of course, she's so invested that it's it's pretty much game over. So I recommend that in the first two months to three months, you do some sort of getaway. And it doesn't have to be something where you're spending a ton of money. And if you are, that's fine, too. If it's an actual flight somewhere across the country, wherever it may be, or it can be a road trip somewhere, that's fine. Just do some sort of little adventure or getaway together. Even if it's something small, like spending a whole day together where you guys are going out and hiking and you're driving somewhere far to do a far hike, right? So where in your town or where in towns over can you spend a longer amount of time together? And you're going to say to her over text or maybe in person, you'll say, hey, I have a great idea. Let's adventure somewhere. In fact, I have a great idea. Why don't we go here for the weekend? And of course, you'll insert the place with here, right? So wherever you decide to go, that's what you'll say. Okay, next one. We're going to do this tonight. Okay, so what's this? This is another way of making plans, but specifically, This is going to be something that you know she likes or enjoys. So this is also something that might not happen till after date three, probably minimum date four or five, which is you're going to plan something. It doesn't have to be something crazy. It can be something really small. But if you know that she likes Italian food because you learned about that on the first or second date, you'll text her and you'll say, hey, we're going to do this tonight. Assuming you guys have already made a plan, right? Like you guys know you're going to be hanging out on Thursday and then you text her and you say, hey, Thursday, we're going to do this. Or if it's already Thursday, you're going to say, hey, we're going to go here tonight. And it's going to be an Italian joint that you did some research on. You're investing in her by showing her that you care, by showing her that you're paying attention. And she's going to notice that. And in return, she's going to start investing in you more as well. So remember, I'm not saying anything here and nor have I said anything about gifts. You're not giving her stuff. You're not buying her stuff. You're planning things. So if you think, wow, this sounds kind of simpy, I don't think many of you do think that. But maybe there's a few of you and I want to address that. Like, oh, this seems like simpy. No, it's not simpy at all. It's not simpy at all. You're planning for you guys to do things together. Yeah, you're probably going to be paying for it. But the whole point is, is that you're creating these experiences together. And that is way different than just sending her a box of chocolates or something or getting her some random gift, because that has nothing to do with you as well. And we're talking about seeing each other, which is what the connection. When you see someone, when you hang out with them, you're just bonding more and creating more of a connection between each other. So no, this is not simpy at all. If you do this all the time, then yeah, it will be. If you're always doing these things where you're planning things that you know she likes and that's like every single date, well, that's a little bit try hard. But if you do this every once in a while, 
then that's totally fine. It's not a big deal at all. So what does she like? What does she enjoy? And then plan that and say, hey, we're doing this. You know, you mentioned earlier that you love sushi, where I made us a reservation at one of the best and my favorite sushi restaurants in all of LA, in all of Chicago, in all of Atlanta, whatever. Okay, that's what you're going to say to her. So remember, women, they are becoming more invested, really, the more you are showing investment in them, spending a lot of time together, and showing her that you're interested in her more, right? So that's going to be with meeting friends, planning things. And then, of course, the other things I said before is making sure that you're keeping busy. You're not always available. That will also make her more invested in you and sharing your visions, dreams, and goals. I know this was a lot here. I know there's a lot of different things. You might be thinking, what do I do with all this information? There's a lot here. So hopefully you took some notes, but also you don't need to do all this at once. With most of the advice that I give, it's never about, okay, here are the seven things, here are the whatever things. It's not about, okay, Trip said I got to do all this, I got to do all of it. No, no, you don't have to do all of these. Like If it doesn't come to it, you don't have to do every single one of these. I think eventually you'll probably, if you're going to get into a relationship with a woman and you're spending several months with her, you probably are going to get to most of these inevitably. You know, meeting friends, doing little weekends out together, you you being busy, you sharing your vision, dreams, and goals. But if this overwhelms you, if this is a lot of information at once, pick one or two. Pick one or two, remember them. Ones that obviously might make sense for more of the beginning part of a relationship. Like you might not want to do, you know, hey, come meet my friends. It's like, well, that might that happens a little bit later. But some of these more beginning things, you know, some things that you can just try it on the beginning. Pick one or two of them and then you can utilize them for when you are starting to meet more women. And then what's going to happen is they're just going to come become part of who you are. You're just going to know all this stuff because you're going to have done it a bunch. What's most important here is knowing what makes a woman invested and understanding female nature to the point where you are getting more results because you're understanding what actually attracts a woman and what actually gets her more invested so she can get that return. So that's going to be one of the main purposes for me creating this episode, but also, like I said, utilizing a couple of these for your benefit. All right. Hope that helped today. Again, if you need any more specific help and you want someone to be working with you to tell you exactly what to do in order to meet and attract more women, get them invested in you, we do have the TripAdvice Accelerator Coaching Program, which is meant to accelerate your results in dating instead of having to do it on your own by you know listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, things like that. We also have my Hooked course which is a way of getting there faster. So that is also a way of accelerating your success 
is going through our digital courses in a private members area that you get access to. And they're absolutely helpful. You do it on your own. It's like a self-coaching program. So you know exactly what to do. You go through the courses and you go through Get Her Hooked. You learn everything about attraction. You get to implement it and you know exactly what to do. Steps A to Z. You can check that out at getherhooked.com. And of course, if you need to get more help and do a coaching, then you can go to tripadvicecoaching.com. Now, we do have people who have been emailing in, and there are always great questions. You can email in as well, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question, and I will answer your question here on the podcast like I'm going to do right now with Sarthak. Sorry if I said that incorrectly, but it's the best I could do, or it's Sarthak. He says, hey, Trip." Hope you're doing great. I stumbled upon your channel earlier this year on YouTube and thought you might be the perfect person to shed some light on my question. I've recently been through my first breakup in April earlier this year. She was the one who broke up with me after our exams. She told me that she wanted time to study, so she won't talk to me during the exams. But after exams, she never texted and I never broke the no contact rule. Then one day she sends a text saying she wants to work on herself and she wants to be alone and everything is over. So I've got a few burning questions. I thought no contact makes more curiosity and attraction with females, but it ended with my breakup. Why? It's been five months and she removed all contact from me. Should I contact her or move on with self-improvement, hitting the gym, reading books, making a better self? What to do if I accidentally see her again somewhere, like how to behave slash react. Thanks a ton for considering my questions, and I'm looking forward to hearing from you soon. Take care, Sarthak. All right, man, great question. I do get this question in different forms quite a bit, but I'm always happy to answer it here and always happy to help you and help everyone else who's, who's going through situations like this. But here's the thing. So... Your first question, I thought no contact makes more curiosity and attraction with females, but it ended with my breakup. Why? Yeah, here's the thing. There's no guarantee with no contact. Also, no contact is mostly for you. So I want to be clear on that if I haven't been clear on this in the past. No contact is for you not for her or to get her more interested in you. Yes, that can happen. I've said that before. There's no guarantees, of course, but there are possibilities where when you go no contact and you keep to it, that she might come back. At least you have some shot of coming back versus you not doing no contact and you bothering her and saying something that makes her unattracted. So you do get a a little bit of a shot, but I, No contact is so you get over her. When you do no contact for a long period, that is what is going to get you to the point faster of being over somebody. And that's what we want. We want you to be over her. We want you to be moving on and meeting other women. So that's the whole point of that. She was never interested And she said to you that, what did she say? Quote, she wanted time to study so she won't be talking to you during the exams. I don't care how studious you are. If you like somebody, you can still 
text a little bit, see them every once in a while. Women will make time if they like someone. I always use this as an example. I know it sounds kind of strange, but bear with me, okay? Think about a celebrity in your country. In my country, a celebrity here, like a big celebrity is like, you know, like a Leonardo DiCaprio or I don't know, Harry Styles, Justin Bieber, you know, like attractive, popular celebrities, which most women would want to be with. So I, I make this as an example. I say, do you think that, again, I know you're in India, you said you are, so bear with me with this, but again, just insert any very popular uh, Indian celebrity. Do you think that she would talk to that person or text that person or see that person even if she had exams? Well, of course she would. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, Trip, that's different. That's so-and-so celebrity. That's Leonardo DiCaprio. Of course she's going to do that. Like, I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio. No, you're not. No, you're not a celebrity. But my point is, is there is a spectrum. So if a woman is super interested in a guy, okay, maybe he's not Leonardo DiCaprio or some celebrity, whatever. Even if she is really into a guy, she will make the time. So it's not binary. It's not like black and white where it's like, oh, well, she'll make time for a celebrity, but no other guy she'll make time for. No, of course she will. That's what women do. That's what men do too. When you really like someone, okay, you're still going to do your exams. Well, I don't know. Maybe the attraction is so so much. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But either way, you're going to make time. She didn't make that time for you. Hence, she was not interested. So don't believe any woman who says, I'm too busy, because they're not too busy. They're just too busy to meet with you. Okay, a little tough love there. Your next question was, it's been five months She removed all contact from me. Should I contact her or move on with self-improvement, hitting the gym, reading books, blah, blah, blah? Yes, you're done. You're done. She, it's over. It's more than over. She removed all contact from you. She hasn't texted you, isn't interested. She made that clear. She made that clear five months ago. So yes, get into self-improvement, listen to this podcast, get the hooked course, get my book magnetic, go to the gym, work out. Yeah, all that good stuff. Okay, next question. What to do if I accidentally see her again somewhere? How should I behave? Great question, man. This is what I tell guys to do. You see a girl that once rejected you or an ex or something like that. You know, it's one thing if she cheated on you or did something devastating to you, but assuming it wasn't something like that, okay? Just a normal breakup. She just wasn't interested in anymore and whatever. You'd just be cool. You don't have to go out of your way and make this long conversation, but if you want the leg up, you want to show her that you don't care. Don't overcompensate by being super nice, but just be chill. Be normal. How do you behave? You behave just like, hey, what's going on? Like it's an acquaintance that you barely know. How would you, like this, how would you react to someone who you weren't that close with that you went to school with many years ago, but you had a little bit of something going on? You know, how would you react? You wouldn't be like, oh my God, dude, what's going on? Because you weren't that close with them. 
So you'd be like, oh, what's up? How you doing? How are things? Awesome. Cool. All right. Well, take care. So that's the vibe. That's how you're going to treat her and anyone else. That's the best way. If you get all angry about it, well, then now you're going to feel angry about it and that doesn't feel good. So I want you to act as if, act as if you don't care and then it doesn't bother and then it, it does not bother you because that's what we want. We want to get you to that point anyways. So act like it and then move on and say goodbye. And that's it. Maybe run into them again. You know, man, I remember this, not the exact same situation, but I have a, a memory. You just triggered a memory in my head. There was this girl, again, this is not the same situation I know, but there was this girl that I went on a few dates with, maybe like three or four, and I broke it off with her. This was many, many years ago. And we were in LA. And the funny thing was, is I ran into her probably like six or seven times in LA. Now, let me explain why that's crazy. Because in LA, you don't run into people because there's not a lot of foot traffic and walking around. And LA is very big and has many parts. So to run into someone once or twice is a lot. Imagine doing that five or six times. And now imagine doing that with someone who you broke it off with. But I did the same thing. I acted cool. I was super nice. Well, of course I was. I was the one who broke it off. I can tell she wasn't very happy to see me, but we laughed every time we would see each other because it was like, wow, this just keeps happening. And we were nice and we would talk for like maybe 45 seconds to a minute and all right, take it easy. So anyway, same thing for you. Act chill. It's all good. And then take it easy. So I thought, great question. That's all the questions I have for today. If you have any questions, email me, trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. I hope today was a very educational day for you, learning about how to get women invested in the idea of investment, that stage after attraction. More great episodes always coming your way on Mondays and Thursdays, and I'll see you on the next one.